0: Coffee Calm and Connection is about being human. It's about you choosing to prioritize your well-being, putting the time in to strengthen your resilience to adversity and being part of a community that holds you accountable and offers support when the going gets tough. Our podcasts bring expert insight and real-life experiences together for you to enjoy and learn what it is that makes us human and how to work with it. Good morning, Adrian. Thank you very much for joining me on today's podcast. It's fabulous to have you here. I'm really interested about the topic that we're going to talk about, and as a result, this this podcast will be going out through the insurance brokers podcast channels and through Coffee Car Connection channels. So, welcome and thank you. Good
1: morning, Sarah. That's great to join you, and it's so, good to be a, it's good to be a hybrid as well.
0: It is, it is um we double the amount of um awareness shall we say yeah. um you guys have done something really interesting over the last three years um in terms of mental health and i would love you to give us an overview of what you've done why and why you've done it
1: so we started on our, our broken mental uh, well-being survey back in 2019 um and got some really interesting insight and, and results from it i guess what we realized was that actually where we get some value in terms of understanding what was happening in the broker market from a mental well-being perspective was if it became something that was more of an annual fixture for us um so we're now uh, in our third year uh, so the results that we've got this time around are, are kind of really interesting to make some comparisons especially especially the you know from Doing it in 2019 through to now, wow! You know what? What a what a period of time to have run it in. Uh, but we've got some really interesting um, insight. I think this time when we start looking back to what's been happening in the past, um, through uh, you know such, such, such a turbulent uh, such a turbulent time.
0: It, it really is. What so that this is a survey that's going out to insurance brokers across the UK, yeah, and talking to them about what exactly
1: so this goes out to yeah you're absolutely right this goes out to 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 insurance brokers um and the intention of it is to get a sense of um the mental well-being in, in 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 the broker market you know how are people feeling um what 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 are the causes of any mental health issues um how supported do they feel um how Uh, how 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 comfortable are they uh, talking about uh, mental health especially in the workplace this is very much this is very much a workplace focused um survey um and what we've what what we've what we've consistently done is not just have we done the survey and sat back and said well well, that's interesting you know that's the thing It, it, it it we then use that to inform us around what else we could do To provide some practical content to actually support brokers. So you know, some of that that we've done in the past has been um, some uh, some video uh, work that we did. Um, which is, is, is talking about personal resilience and uh, um, talking about how to manage stress and how to manage anxiety. So there's, there's content and a bit of a plug if, if anybody wants to look at that content. It all lives on the Ecclesiastical um, website. Um, you can find the, the, the video content there um, and uh, perhaps we'll come on to talk about um, what, we've, what we've recently done and what we're currently doing uh, for sort of 2021 going into next year. On the back of the survey as well.
0: Absolutely, I think um, that there's a massive push, and I know we've talked about this beforehand. Uh, there's a massive push um, to build awareness and openness, and this ability to to talk and and, and mental health being um, quite foundational in terms of business uh, business strategy, home life, etc. But you've this particular survey that's just come out. It's been quite surprising in, in a number of ways, hasn't it? Do you want to talk us through some of some of the yeah. comparisons you've made?
1: Yeah, so I think, Sarah, you, you're, you're absolutely right. And so I think the things, that, the things that have got better or the things that have improved, there's, there's more awareness. So even in that period of time that we've been running this, the, the awareness of, of mental health has definitely grown and at its, at its highest in our survey. Um, the support that businesses... Are providing has also improved, um, and and it's quite a, a wide range of. It might be more flexible working, it might be counselling, it might be helplines. Um, you know, I think one broker even reported um, being supported with yoga. So you know, there's a you know there's a real range of things out there, and you've got brokers really thinking about um, the awareness and how that they can support um, their colleagues. The one, what I thought was actually a really worrying trend that came through this time is quite a significant drop in individuals feeling able to talk about mental health issues in the workplace, especially being able to talk about it with their line manager. So you've got this really interesting thing going on that businesses are providing more support. There is more awareness, but at an individual level, people are feeling less able to actually talk about it and 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 when i say a drop i don't mean just a few percentage points well i mean it's almost a third of a drop since we started the survey in 2019 so you know less than half of people feel comfortable talking about mental health in the workplace where back in 2019 it was actually really pretty high it was sort of three quarters of people felt felt comfortable so that's that's been one of the really um surprising and yeah quite, quite worrying trends that we've we've pulled out of this year's survey
0: have you have you had any thoughts as to why personally like have you sort of pondered on it and thought what what possible reasons could 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 be for this
1: yeah yes i have absolutely and we've and we've talked about and, and we've talked about it as well um i do wonder if perhaps an element of um, remote working doesn't necessarily help. So you know, if if as most people have been doing, they've been working remotely. P- perhaps there's that sense of detachment where they don't feel able, and and they won't have been. Ob- there's no observation going on. So you know, there's uh, probably less of managers actually. Um, actually seeing their teams and seeing individuals and being able to pick up any upon any signs and just asking that question you know are, are you okay you know it, it's it it's more difficult so I do wonder to what extent um remote working actually you know has has played its part um and I don't mean by that I don't mean I don't mean flexible working because I think there's a huge amount of benefit in that but I mean I think the fact that you know we've been properly remote working through a good period of this survey so yeah that's sort of one thing that i would uh, you know i don't know but i would certainly point to that as a as a potential
0: i think so as well i think it could be quite clinical doing this kind of thing can be quite clinical this is not the type of environment that you go let me tell you all of my worries firstly but secondly i think there's been an impact on um People feeling comfortable with relationships, and I'm thinking particularly about my six-year-old. When, when after the first lockdown, um, when he was looking at going back to school, he said to me, and his question was, "What do you talk to friends about? What is this friend right. thing that we do? Like, please explain it to me." That type of um, of comment, and I know he's only six, and 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 that's different. But I've also spoken to uh, many adults that um, almost have become a little bit uh, agoraphobic. Just going out is, is an event. And you've kind of got to work up to it and, and that kind of thing. So I think there's a definite impact that goes beyond just the clinical environment of, of, of remote working, where people are just feeling more insular and less um, open with the world.
1: Yeah, and I think look, I, I think you know what I think your six year six year old is probably a great example because they're just very honest, aren't they? Right. So you know, I think that's a lovely way way to frame it. You know, what what is this? Um, because this is you know, it's not the multi dimensional kind of way in which we're used to. Um, talking and interacting with people we've got so used to being being sort of almost this this sort of two-dimensional approach so so actually I think your six-year-old's probably nailed it a little bit there Um, and loads of people and I'd count myself in this you know when we started going back in sorry started going back into London or started going back into the office I I think lots of us had that moment we would have had a moment that was like I'm not sure about this you know this feels a bit odd and then it's like actually this is silly isn't it because this is something i've done every day of my working life for the last however many years and i'm stood here or i'm in this situation having that kind of thought so i think there may be there's that there, that there, there are elements i think there's elements of that that have probably play into why um why stress has come across in this survey being at it, 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 a, you know an all-time uh, an all-time high but uh, yeah that that inability to talk about that, that inability to talk about it um, is probably quite complex but I'm you know i point to that as I'd certainly point to that as one of the reasons I
0: think. I find it I find this I find this fascinating right from a personal perspective um, but also, you know, from the wider um, the wider world perspective, in July, might have been June, I went into London. It was the first time I'd been into London this year because of COVID and, and obvious reasons. And I had about three days beforehand that I was obviously subconsciously working up to going into London. Why I've got no idea whatsoever. There's no logical. Um, tangible reason that i could point to and it took me a little bit of time to realize that it was the fact that i was going into london that was niggling me and bothering me i was i was gobsmacked when i realized that's what was happening i was genuinely gobsmacked um and i sort of classify myself as as um not you know relatively extrovert not shy like people Uh, all of that kind of stuff. But so I was really, really shocked at that. So when we're talking about the survey at work, I don't, I think it's very, very difficult to to distance work and personal, subconscious and conscious, tangible, this is my target and it's causing me stress versus my target is causing me stress where it didn't in 2019 and it was exactly the same target. But actually what's happening at home is I've been homeschooling three kids and I Cannot cope with that one second more, and I feel like a terrible mum or whatever it is. So it's it's really difficult to to separate those. And I'd be so interested in in delving a bit deeper into into the the reasons. Uh, probably not possible, but
1: yeah, I I, I, I know exactly what you mean. I don't think so. I agree, right? I don't think you can you can't you can't say the way I am feeling is as a consequence one hundred percent of work. There will be you know whether the dominant piece is. Is work or outside of work, but you know there will be a mixture. Our, our survey is very much about um, what brokers are feeling in the in the workplace, and you know that, that what the causes of stress come across as, as workload targets, um, client client um, client demand, and regulatory pressure, and and actually all of those kind of resonate. And you say, yeah, I get that. I I, I understand all of those things. Now, to what extent the increase that we've seen, um, with now nearly two-thirds of people, you know, feeling that though they have some form of mental health issue and certainly being stressed, is solely as a result of that workplace stuff. To what extent what's going on outside of work is playing its its part? The survey doesn't tell us that. You know, mm. I guess, I guess I'd sit here and I would say, well, it will do, right? Definitely, I think. I can say definitely it will do. To what extent, I have no idea, um, and it's going to differ, isn't it? I mean, that's the that's the great thing. With, you know, it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a reasonable size um, sample that we've surveyed. So, so w- that's the other thing with the, with the survey that it you know there's over two hundred brokers in here that we've surveyed. So, you know, th- th- there's 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 some sort of normalization of of any of those issues, hopefully, going on within the results that we've got, um, and it's been a dedicated- consistent. size.
0: Do you have the demographic split of, of age and, and male to female of people that have filled it in?
1: I don't have a demographic split. I'm sure we probably do, actually, but I, 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 I don't. But I do have a couple of demographic um, responses which I found interesting. So I, I know certainly through, um, certainly through working remotely, a lot of our focus has been with the younger members of our team as being in a concern about how are they coping, especially how are they coping with remote working, et cetera. What comes across in the survey is that actually it's those brokers in the 18 to 35-year-old age group have a lower stress level. Where it's coming through stronger is actually in the 46 to 55-year-old group. Now, yeah, again, we, we probably could sit here and say, well, well, that's interesting, isn't it? You know, that, that, that's interesting. And, we could, and I'm sure we could probably come up with a range of assumptions as to why that might be happening. But I think what is interesting is that that definitely challenges some of the, um, probably some of the thinking and probably some of the focus that I know we've put as a business and as individuals on the elements of our teams and I'm sure that that's replicated across the market. So, you know, I think that I think that's an interesting uh, an interesting point. I think the other bit was more about gender, um, in that female brokers reporting a significantly higher level of stress than their male counterparts. Now, I, you know, I don't know. I, maybe there I might I might I might jump to a conclusion, but one of my conclusions might be actually because they they they're, they're balancing more of that stuff outside of work so as you talked about you know i'm homeschooling or i've got you know i've got the i've got the, the, the kids schools constantly being shut down because the bubbles burst or whatever's going on right so i think and maybe maybe those um home impacts are more prevalent but that, that those are certainly two things so there's definitely an age piece which challenges i think some of our thinking and there's a you know there's a there's a there's a gender piece which uh you know, it's certainly it's certainly interesting and I think certainly should help or should be used to inform us about how we think about what what support um, what support what what awareness and what sort of conversations we need to be having in the workplace
0: I think those are both very interesting and I'm wondering with the the age demographic and this is again sort of broad brush conclusion so it might be way off but yeah um, I'm wondering how much of that is impacted by this move to using technology a lot um, and the younger generations being much more native to switching between yeah. I can manage this, I can sort that, I can do that, I can work across three street screens. And I know that is very broad brush, but from my experience, I fall right in the middle of those two demographics and have a lot of technical challenges that perhaps my younger brother doesn't. Um, which impact on you know when it's taking you fifteen minutes to open an email and you've got a call in twenty and you that that causes a lot of anxiety, so I'm wondering if that's the thing and um i've got I've got a um a theory on the 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 gender demographic that I'd like to share with you to see what your thoughts are because I've had a lot of conversations with my husband about this, so my husband and I, we both work full time. Um, And I would say probably our 50-50 in terms of child care. Uh, He works from home, I can work from home or I'm just around the corner, but 50-50 in terms of childcare. Therefore, he is not balancing less than I am in, in many ways, but the way we think about it is different. Yeah. So, um, and, and I don't know if you've ever read men are from Venus, women are from Mars or the other way around. Um, but I'm really interested in the, in the different ways of thinking. And I sometimes think that I put an awful lot of pressure and stress on myself because the guilt, the worry, the forward planning, the what ifs that don't appear in his mind anywhere near as frequently. So, so one of the things behind Coffee, Calm and Connection is helping that it's not necessarily a male, female, external work balance load, although in some cases it might be. It's we think differently yeah, and being able to go, you don't need to feel guilty about that. You, you did your best in that particular meeting. There were other things at play and therefore maybe if they hadn't been at play, you could have done better, but it doesn't matter. It's okay to, to, to do that, to be that, to, to have that off moment and I think that as a as a female perhaps i'm not as good at at going all right done move on carry on with the next thing
1: yeah i think i I, look i think everybody's built differently and i think there is definitely something in here about um comp compartmentalizing issues more making that more you know that more distinction and segregation between perhaps um work life and, and 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 life uh you know outside of work um sadly i i just slip outside of both of those um age demographics now which uh, w- which wasn't lost on me when i saw it actually um so you know who am i to comment on on either really um i have the experience of years to comment let me say that so um but i can certainly reckon i can certainly rec- recognize that uh, that difference between um being able to compartmentalize and you know when I'm at work I'm at work and other stuff yeah it's going on but you know I'm not as in it as much as as perhaps uh yeah perhaps perhaps yeah. others would be so yeah it's interesting.
0: One of the things that I know you guys have done is you've done some um some uh web, broken webinars for your broker partners around uh, around some of this stuff now one that I'm particularly interested as somebody who runs my own businesses is the mental health as a strategy for business. Um what before you tell me about that, which I hope you will, um yeah. what kind of do you know if people filling the survey in were business owners, were owner managers, were were, ser- were account execs, a mixture?
1: No, there'll be a there, there, there will be a mixture. Um there, there, there'll be a rich mixture of respondents um across all of those across all of those areas so you know i guess um yeah i guess that that will also be influencing the overall result but yeah i think as i said earlier one of the things we were conscious of is that okay we can do a survey and we can we can come up with some you know this is what the market's looking like But then for me there was a massive well so what you know what unless we do something about it unless we try and positively influence it in some way yeah so what so in in prior years we, we then look to build up what's an appropriate activity. What would be appropriate support or content that we could produce? So, you know, back to my plug, have a look on the website, videos from previous years, but also there's stuff coming from what we're doing now. So just this month, we've we've run two, two, um, two sessions uh, one on personal resilience and one as you say about uh, mental health as a strategy for business um, and, and the way of delivering all of this content and, and our consistent way of delivering um, broker briefings and everything is is really to find somebody who is the expert and we will just bring that content so you know it, it's very much perhaps uh to use somebody else's uh, strap line, you know, powered by, but it's bringing you know a, 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 a expert content. So, um, so we've teamed up with with Claire Russell and and her team, at mental health in business. Um, they do work with uh, Bieber um, already, um, and it's Claire that's delivered those two two webinars um, uh, this month. And links to those again on the on the ecclesiastical website so you know if anybody wants to to tune into those they're definitely there um they're probably about 40 minutes uh 40 minutes long each
0: i'll make sure that i put them in the show notes for this yeah, episode great. to anybody wanting to, to listen and i am hoping to speak to claire uh we've we've connected uh fairly recently so claire if you're listening Let's
1: do one of these. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure well, I'll look out to seeing it on 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 a on a forthcoming one. I'm I'm uh, I'm sure you'll have a, a great conversation um, when you when you get to when you get to do that. Um, I think the strategy for for for, for business piece kind of plays to some of the things we've talked about. So awareness and support in brokers or amongst brokers is definitely on the rise you know it's at the highest level it has been and and that um that session will talk about well why is that important you know what could you be doing um maybe what you might you, you might want to think about not doing um so I think the probably different audiences for both of those uh, two webinars um, personal resilience one very broad applies to kind of everybody um and the, the strategy one might be more geared towards um you know even you know people running teams or people people running uh, you know business units within a business but, but certainly more geared towards um, perhaps uh, owners of businesses to for them to think about it. but uh, yeah Claire's content is it, you know it, it, it's really great um, it's consistently good um, and uh, it's great to great to be working with with her this year I was going to say next year and we will so next year the intention is to to carry on um, that into next year and we're already already talking about that right now um, the, the, the final bit that we're doing to sort of build on the uh 2021 results um, is that we're sponsoring a, a cohort of, of 16 brokers um, to go through their mental health first aid training um next month as well um so uh, that that's really exciting and, and i and i think i had a real strong feeling that if we were going to go out to brokers and say Look, here's the survey results, and here's some here's some good stuff we're going to do. The best way we could be really uh, committed to that being good stuff we're going to do is to do it ourselves. So my, myself and, and and the intermediary um, leadership team in the UK have all just completed our mental health first aid training, and and I think that's really I think that's really important. It's really important. It gives us more conviction to say to brokers, here's an opportunity, and you should do it and if it means that we have one one more conversation or one better conversation or somebody feels more able if we think about the survey results somebody feels more able to come to any one of us to start that conversation then it's been worth it right um and I'm convinced there'll be there'll be many more than one conversation but if there was just one that that's that that's got to be worth it in my book so um and if the you know here's a you know, here's the thing if you've if you're if if brokers out there listening to this think wow I'd have liked to have been part of that mental health first aid training and I didn't know about it well I'd say okay well go and moan at your uh, account manager because they they should have been telling you about it um, but by all means talk to your account manager or drop me a note and say no, if you're if you're going to run another one, I'd be in. Because if we get enough enough interest in it, seriously, we we will sponsor another another cohort to go through that training.
0: I think that's absolutely incredible. Uh, And I will make sure that 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 is in the show notes. So if anybody skims the show notes and and wants in, then I think uh, I think it's really, really important work you guys are doing. And um, hopefully we can do another one of these conversations after your 2022 results, because I think it's really interesting. And the data resource that you're building up over a really insane period of life is is awesome. So well done to you guys.
1: Thank you. But thanks the opportunity to, to give it a bit of airtime as well.
0: Anytime. I think it's fascinating. Thank you very much, Adrian.
1: Thanks, Sarah.
0: Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Your reviews, shares and followership is incredibly valuable to us. If you'd like to know more about our work through Coffee Calm and Connection and how we can support you, please email us at hello at coffee calm connection.org or follow us on social media. Thank you.